Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Monday, February 13th. U.S. stocks rose ahead of some key January inflation data this week, which will begin with tomorrow's Consumer Price Index, or CPI, report. The economic calendar was dormant today, while fourth-quarter earnings season continued down the backstretch as Checkpoint Software Technologies topped estimates and announced an increase to its share buyback plan, while Fidelity National Information Services offered disappointing guidance. Treasury yields were mixed and the U.S. dollar was lower, while crude oil prices gained ground and gold traded to the downside. Asian stocks finished mostly lower ahead of the U.S. inflation data and as tensions between the U.S. and China remained, though markets in Europe rebounded from last week's decline. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 377 points, or 1.1%, to 34,246. The S&P 500 Index was up 47 points, or 1.1%, to 4,137. And the Nasdaq Composite climbed 174 points, or 1.5%, to 11,892. In moderate volume, 3.4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.7 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil gained $0.42 to $80.14 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price was down $9.70 to $1,864.40 per ounce, and the dollar index declined 0.4% to 103.28. In equity news on Monday, Checkpoint Software Technologies Limited, ticker symbol CHKP, reported adjusted fourth quarter earnings per share of $2.45 above the $2.36 faxed estimate, with revenues growing 7% year-over-year to $638.5 million, topping the street's forecast of $636.1 million. The information technology security company said it delivered solid results for the quarter despite a volatile year-end macro environment. Checkpoint Software Technologies also announced that it will expand its share repurchase program by $2 billion. Shares ended slightly higher as the company issued first quarter and full-year revenue and earnings per share guidance that had midpoints below the street's projections. Fidelity National Information Services, ticker symbol FIS, posted fourth quarter earnings per share of $1.71, a penny above expectations, as revenues rose 1% year-over-year to $3.71 billion, compared to the forecasted $3.69 billion. The financial services technology company said it delivered results consistent with its expectations in its banking and capital markets businesses. However, Fidelity National Information Services said revenue and margins in its merchant solutions business came under slightly more pressure than anticipated as a result of increasing recessionary impacts in the UK and shifting of consumer spend from goods to services in the US. The company issued first quarter and full-year guidance that came in below estimates. Shares fell. Separately, Fidelity National Information Services announced plans to spin off its merchant solutions business to be named WorldPay. Fourth quarter earnings season will continue this week and is headed down the backstretch. 
Of the 347 S&P 500 companies that have reported thus far, about 55% have topped revenue estimates and approximately 69% have exceeded earnings projections for data compiled by Bloomberg. Results have been mixed, along with guidance, as corporations try to determine the ultimate impact of the aggressive Fed monetary policy tightening on the economy and profit margins. Schwab's chief investment strategist Liz Ann Saunders notes in her latest article titled Beat It or Don't, an update to a chilly earnings season, how in the face of persistent macro headwinds, earnings growth continues to deteriorate, putting the fundamental backdrop for the market at risk. You can follow Liz Ann on Twitter, at Liz Ann Saunders, and you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Monday, Treasury rates were mixed as the yield on the two-year note was up four basis points to 4.55%, while the yield on the 10-year note dipped three basis points to 3.71%, and the 30-year bond rate decreased five basis points to 3.78%. Treasury yields have jumped in the wake of this month's monetary policy decision from the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, where it raised its target for the Fed funds rate by 25 basis points. In comments last week at the Economic Club in Washington, D.C., Fed Chair Jerome Powell reiterated the committee's stance that future increases are likely despite the welcome sign of inflation ebbing, noting that a still tight labor market along with persistent inflation have been drivers in its rate hike campaign. In the latest Washington Wise podcast titled Economy is Thriving but Fed Not Ready to Let Go, Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, and managing director of legislative and regulatory affairs, Michael Townsend, discuss how the economy is thriving, jobs and wages are growing, but the Fed is promising more rate hikes and what the markets and investors are to make of these mixed messages. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, and Michael, at Mike Townsend CS. Tomorrow's economic calendar will mark the start of January's inflation picture as a read on the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, is forecasted to rise 0.5% month-over-month versus the prior month's 0.1% growth rate and be up 6.2% year-over-year compared to December's 6.5% increase versus a year ago. Excluding food and energy, the core rate is expected to increase 0.4% month-over-month in line with the prior month's uptick and advance 5.5% year-over-year. January's NFIB Small Business Optimism Index is also on tomorrow's docket and is predicted to move to 90.9 from the prior month's 89.8 level. In international news on Monday, stocks in Europe were higher, rebounding from last week's volatility and decline as investors continued to assess the outlook for monetary policy ahead of some key U.S. inflation data due out this week. Persistent inflation has led to aggressive monetary policies across the world, and earlier this month, a rate increase by the Fed in the U.S. was followed by rate hikes by the European Central Bank and the Bank of England. The inflation ball got rolling in the region, with Switzerland's January consumer price inflation rising more than anticipated. The euro and the British pound were higher versus the U.S. dollar, while bond yields in the eurozone were mixed and rates in the U.K. were unchanged. 
European markets have had a strong start for 2023 as stocks have been buoyed by signs that warmer-than-expected winter weather may help the region avoid an energy crisis, as well as China's reopening, and expectations that global central bank aggressive tightening may cool off. These positive developments have appeared to more than offset uncertainty regarding the ultimate implications of aggressive monetary policy tightening around the world on the global economy and financial conditions. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, discusses in his latest article titled The Everything Everywhere All at Once Rally, how despite market volatility, inflationary pressures, and a potential earnings recession, a rally involving stocks, bonds, and some commodities that started in November still persists. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeffrey Kleintop. The UK FTSE 100 index was up 0.8%. France's CAC 40 index rose 1.1%. Germany's DAX index and Italy's FTSE MIB index increased 0.6%. Spain's IBEX 35 index gained 1%. And Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.7% higher. Stocks in Asia finished mostly lower to kick off the week, with the global markets cautiously awaiting this week's key U.S. inflation data, while also continuing to wrestle with lingering uncertainty regarding how aggressive world central banks will remain. Earlier this month, the Fed in the U.S., the European Central Bank, and the Bank of England all raised rates, while the Reserve Bank of Australia and the Reserve Bank of India followed suit with their own increases. Weakness amid the technology sector weighed on the markets in the region, and geopolitical tensions between the U.S. and China remained heightened in the wake of the U.S. downing more unidentified objects floating over U.S. soil. Last week, the U.S. shot down a balloon that was floating in U.S. airspace, which some believed was owned by China. Meanwhile, state media in China is reporting that it found an unidentified object over one of its ports and it plans to take it down. In economic news, the markets are digesting late Friday's economic data out of China, which showed aggregate financing, a measure of total credit issued, and new yuan loans both accelerated much more than expected for January. Also, just as the markets were closing, India reported that its consumer price inflation unexpectedly accelerated year-over-year for last month. Optimism of China's reopening has countered the uncertainty regarding the ultimate impact of the aggressive global monetary policy tightening. In his article titled Global Outlook, Recovery, and Risk, Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes how markets may continue to see volatility in 2023 as they navigate between global economic growth and inflation fears, with central banks decreasing rate hikes and China's reopening. Japan's Nikkei 225 index declined 0.9% with the yen softening somewhat. The Hong Kong Hang Seng index dipped 0.1% after a tumultuous past week of trading. Australia's S&P ASX 200 index decreased 0.2%, India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index moved 0.4% lower, and South Korea's Kospi index lost 0.7%. China's Shanghai Composite Index was the lone major market to finish in the green, rising 0.7%. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will introduce Japan's fourth quarter GDP along with the nation's industrial production and capacity utilization. We will also get reads on France's unemployment rate, the UK's labor report, 
Switzerland's PPI, and the Eurozone's employment change in fourth quarter GDP. Additionally, Australia will report on its business confidence and inflation expectations.